Jack and Can. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jack and Can and the Sports Roundtable. John's cracking a cold one with us tonight. Woo, I just had to crack a cold one to say, hey, Josh Gordon, I see you. Colbs might not see you. He might not see fan-controlled football, but I see you with two touchdown catches. I knew he was going to dominate. That's all I had to say, Colbs. I actually forgot that was happening again. My apologies, Josh Gordon, and to the uh, rest of the FCF. FCF. Yeah. I thought you were about to apologize to Rex Ryan for a minute when you said that. <laughs> I thought it was too, to be honest with you. I wasn't <laughs> sure where I was going with that. <laughs> so, John, we had breaking news that I just talked a little bit off air with you on, just we didn't get into it at all. So, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott signs a four year, $160 million extension with the Cowboys. How do you feel about that? Dude, I think I saw, and I don't know if you actually have the numbers right in front of you but i think it was 126 million dollars guaranteed i know it was roughly that so you're on the right path i don't know 100 percent. i actually saved the picture on my phone but i'm looking at you on my phone i can't see it right now yeah basically it, it broke down to like 42 mil a year holy freaking crap man because i remember me i and think you talking um, about this off the air 70 75 millions coming in year one which is wild to me yeah, that, that is, part was really nuts to me. But, I mean, hey, I'm fine with it. I think that's good for both him and the organization as far as the way that deal is structured yeah. because you need him for next year. So make sure he's here next year. And then beyond Absolutely. that, I mean, if it doesn't work out, you cut him. You're taking less of a cap hit for the future. True, true. No, I totally agree with that. It's good to see Dak. Obviously, I'm a Dallas fan. I know that's a ton of money, but you know what? They've been spending a ton of money on everybody. I'm just worried about the organization how much they've been spending. Like, are they going to be able to piece together all the other pieces that they've been missing now for years? Because every year, you know, no, in all seriousness, John, they've been doing this for a few too many years at this point Mm -hmm. where they've been bringing in all these stars and they're getting to the point where it's like, okay, we're out of money, but now all these players need more of it. So you're going to see some of these guys leaving the organization, so you got to make sure that what you're keeping is your essential players. And I think Dak Prescott, in all seriousness, is one of those players for you. Because even though I don't think of him as a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, it, who else are you going to have? What are you going to do? Put Andy Dalton back out there? Yeah, true. I mean, I am an Andy Dalton fan, but no, no, no. I'm a hopeful for Andy Dalton, but definitely Dak is going to get it done. I like Dak. I do, right? We went over that whole episode. I don't know if it was last episode or the one before that. Would we either have Dak or whoever yes. else, right? <laughs> Mostly sided with Dak there. I just I can't believe that that contract came through. I don't know if it's the highest contract all time from a quarterback, but I'm just curious to see what the hell's going to happen. I mean, good for him. Get your money. But I'm well, curious know, what the next ones will look like. No, I, I know Mahomes is at right about uh, $40 million a year, which is what Dak just signed at. Yeah, I would just be curious to, to really see – what happens after this next season? Because even though we can say, oh my God, we got rid of the DAC, uh, the DAC um, contract problem that we've been talking about for over a year, we still don't know what that does for us after this first year because the way that is structured, there's still going to be question. So I can't wait to talk about this a third straight year next year. Dude, totally. Sticking in that same division. Okay, going over on the board to the uh, Washington football team. They released Alex Smith. So does that mean to you, in your opinion, 
does that mean to you that Taylor Heineke will be game day starter? He'll he'll be ready to go. What do you think? Or are they going to try to draft it? Are they going to try to trade for it? What do you think? Because they just locked him up for two years, eight million contract, but it's all loaded with incentives. It's not guaranteed. My- my thought here, and I'm actually proud of you, John. I thought I was going to break the news to you that Alex Smith got released. I thought did I was going to really? break your heart there. Yeah, I did. I have it written down here. I was going to bring that up at some point during the show. Hey, Colt, but- <laughs> I've, been on top, I've been on top of the game lately, man. I've been no, on top I'm proud of, of you. That, yeah. that was good. I, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> but uh, what I think is that Washington will attempt to bring in somebody to at least compete with Taylor Heineke. But my thought mm. is, is that's probably, if I'm guessing right now, their day one starter. I don't think it's going to last for an incredibly long time. Uh, whether they bring somebody in or not, they'll find a way to get a guy if they need to. But I I'm hoping that they look to draft somebody. I just, the problem is, I don't know if it's going to be this year because I I don't know. I I can't think off the top of my head of where they're picking, but I don't think they have that great of a pick. I mean, they were a playoff team, so they can't have that great of a pick. And then next year is supposed to be one of the worst drafting years for a quarterback uh, of the last like decade. It's supposed to be really bad. Like, we're not Uh really going to have a star in that draft. So, I mean, obviously, you know, this far out, you're not sure because you very well might have somebody that just finished up their junior year that's about to just turn it on as a senior like a Joe Burrow did and turn into a really fine player. Point of it being is I think that Taylor Heineke's got to be the best option they got right now unless they have something up their sleeve that I'm not aware of, but I don't see it there. Dude, kind of transitioning. Oh, wait a minute. I got you, Colbs. Hang on. I'm sorry. I know I'm jumping on you. No, no, go ahead. Going literally around the table here. I want to go ahead and get your analysis or your opinion on something that I heard that was rather interesting. I think it was ESPN radio or Fox radio on Sirius Sirius Satellite. Anyhow, they were talking about Jimmy G. Okay. And if there was a possibility for him to return to New England. Okay. So I thought that was kind of interesting. He already was from... Well, he, he played behind Brady. Brady's obviously gone, right? In which I saw another crazy thing that Brady might be willing to sign a freaking contract extension to play into his 45, 46 years old. Who knows if that will really happen? I think he could. You know, I'm hopeful for him to do that. Yeah, I could but too. Jimmy G going over to New England. I'm like, holy crap, that might actually make New England, in my opinion, a competitive team. But that, that sparks this question. What happens to Cam? So that would then put Cam in a scenario where he's probably going to be a free agent. He's going to be picked up like a team um, similar to that of Washington that doesn't that's, have necessarily the answer. That's but what I was needs thinking. Something else just in case plan A doesn't work. I mean, that's that what he did for New England this last season. Cam Newton was brought in because even though they were saying, we're fine going forward with Jared Stidham, they also were like, well, we're not really fine going forward with Jared Stidham. I think that's kind of what Washington's got with Taylor Heineke, except you have a little more faith than you did with Jared Stenham in New England. But that's exactly the position that a Cam Newton could fill. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking, man. So that's that's interesting as hell that you kind of was going down that same kind of thought process. I, I'm impressed with you, John. You thought that one out. You didn't need me to guide you to that point. That was well done. Dude, it's Sports Roundtable Episode 2. It's new, man. <laughs> this is new. It's it, a new It improved me. your abilities. It's a new world. 
Okay. A whole new world. <laughs> so, Colbs, before I kind of hijack this, we're almost eight minutes in. What other topic did you want to get to, my friend? Oh, well, real quick, I was going to bring up to you. I don't know if I was going to break some more news for you or not, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is also planning to <gasps> retire. Mm-mm. Okay, Dan. Okay, yeah, I got him on what? that one. Yeah, transition. <laughs> transition now. Transition. All right, transition. Oh, Quickly. God. That sucks because my transition's not going to make you any happier. The NBA All-Star game was played Damn last you, night. you, <laughs> Okay, Ryan Fitzpatrick, real quick. Let me just release a statement. Let me just release a statement. Go ahead, Ryan say your piece, buddy. Seriously, let me just have a moment here to send him off. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I have always enjoyed watching him play in the NFL. I think he's like 37, 38 years old. He's still got it. He can still do it. And I feel so bad for him. He's like the NFL's journeyman, but he's always had success. I get it. Yes. Did he throw a lot of picks and stuff like that? Whatever. But I'm pretty sure he's 39th all time in passing yards. That's what I'm saying. He's had good (laughs) success. And uh, man, if uh, I'm going to miss him. I am going to miss him. That just means I'm going to have to get Madden 21. I'm going to have to go ahead and sign Ryan Fitzpatrick and lock him up to a 10-year deal. So that way he is also 47 years old. (laughs) You got got him playing to at least damn near 50. (laughs) I don't care if he's a 20 overall, which, by the way, Coles, before I I kick it back over to you, I'm so sorry to do this. So Madden 21, EA Access players, I mentioned this before. It's free to download as long as you have EA Access, right? It's 30 bucks for the year for the membership. And um, John, I don't know why you keep giving spots to sponsors we don't have. We have no affiliation with them. The reason why I bring that up, because if you do have EA access, go download Madden 21. And Colves, this is why I'm mentioning this. All right. I don't care what team you have. If you're using the Buccaneers, you got Tom Brady. Cut him. Okay. If you're using if you're using the Chiefs, you're cutting Patrick Mahomes. You know why? Because you're going to go out there. You're going to trade or you're going to sign P.J. Walker. He's he's rated a 62 overall in Madden 21. He's my starting quarterback. Right now we're five and six. We're five and six with the with the Washington football team. PJ Walker, we're gonna do it, baby. We're we're gonna turn this season around. I guaranteed seven wins. Anyways, sorry, Colves. I just had to get it off my chest. PJ Walker, please. No, fair enough. Um, in all seriousness, though, I did want to take at least a quick hot minute here to talk about the NBA All-Star Game. Yes, sir. <laughs> so they they gave Giannis the MVP, which was fine. He did score the most points. He was 16 for 16 shooting. He looked unstoppable as always. Granted, obviously, nobody plays defense. But holy hell, Damian Lillard. That guy is probably the coolest guy in the NBA. I cannot stop watching him. Now, here's one thing that's funny about this. Steph and Damian Lillard have a very similar game, but every time Steph does it, I hate him. And every time Dame does it, I love him more. I don't know how exactly that correlates for me, and I know part of it's just I have different personal uh, annoyances with Steph Curry. And it's just his personality traits. The way he presents himself, it bugs me, it irks me. Dame comes across like a hard-nosed guy. He's a grinder, he's a worker but he also has this unlimited range. He hit a shot from behind half court where he pulled up like you would at the three-point line. He didn't like heave it. It wasn't a heave. He literally just popped the jumper from behind half court and just all net. I don't understand it. But, I mean, the the game itself was fun. It was a good watch. Team LeBron, by the way, has won every year that LeBron's had a Team LeBron in this 
competition. So that was pretty cool. Even though LeBron played 13 minutes, put up four points and said, okay, I'm going to sit the whole second half because he didn't want to play in the first place. Uh, Point of it being, John, we did have a great all-star game. Now, one other football topic I wanted to dive in here, John. We've I'm got, surprised you didn't get too much into the three-point contest and too much into all, that, all the That other. stuff's a joke at this point, man. Uh, Steph Curry won that, too. That Don't <laughs> don't worry about any of that. that. It's all – that's such a pony show at this point. I, I don't care about that stuff. The game itself is still pretty cool to me, even though there's no defense and it's not a real game. It really isn't. There's only been a few all-star games I've ever watched. I felt like I'm watching competitive basketball. This was not one of them. But it was Damn. still cool to see. But going back to football, John. Yes, sir. What mul- up? Multiple teams interested in Zach Ertz, the uh, old uh, yeah. Eagles tight end. Also, yeah, tight end. I just want to make note that Kyle Rudolph and Jared Cook have also been tight ends that have been released. So there's some really good veteran tight ends out there, and there are several spots that are good landing places for these guys. I know Seattle had Greg Olson last year, and now they have a veteran spot to fill at that position if they don't want to stand by Will Disley, who's currently the tight end that they have. So I wouldn't be shocked if Seattle starts looking into one of these guys. I had heard early rumors that we were looking at Zach Ertz. I just hope we're filling other positions more. And while I'm on the subject, we released Carlos Dunlap, so I saw that his uh, salary was going to skyrocket from $2 million to $10 million a year. So I understand that we didn't want to pay that extra money. But I'm telling you right now, if we got rid of the best pass rusher that we had on the team and we don't replace that with a great offensive lineman that can protect for Russell Wilson, whether it be inside or outside lineman, it needs to be somebody on that damn offensive line. And there are a ton of offensive linemen in free agency this offseason that have some sort of rapport with the organization that they could come in and make an actual impact. If Seattle just cut this guy and they end up using that money for, I don't know, some backup running back, I'm going to be so livid with this organization because that that's how we're going to lose Russell Wilson is right there. Yeah, and he's there's so many different rumors going around too about Russell Wilson and everything as well. So I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen there. And of course, of course, you know this, ladies and gentlemen. Colbs already knows I'm going to say something outrageous. But yes, it's the second coming. Well, I guess it's his fourth team. So the fourth coming of Geno Smith. Oh, He's God. Finally. <laughs> oh, no. It's like Tavares Jackson all over again. See, see, I, I just had to throw that out there, Colbs. I had to throw it out there. Did you uh did you see that the Eagles owner, Jeffrey Laurie, has told the team that he plans to go forward or he needs them to plan to go forward with Jalen Hurts as the quarterback in 2021? No, I didn't I didn't hear about that. Yeah, the uh the Eagles owner came out, who was also, by the way, the former Marlins owner for baseball, so you know what kind of business he runs. Before that, he ran the uh, Expos, by the way, the old Montreal Expos. Oh so god, okay. He told the Eagles that they need to figure out a way that Jalen Hurts is their starting quarterback next year. So I can't wait to see how that looks. Dude, that's going to be interesting. Do you think he's going to have a pretty successful NFL career or just I think you he thinking, could be a productive backup. A productive backup, not a not a mainstream starter though, especially no. over there in Philly. Philly's brutal. Philly fans are brutal. If if we have some Oh, they're some of the worst. 
There's some of the worst watch. This episode's going to pop now. It just it's going to be all Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be all in Philly, and we're just going to get some mega hate. It's okay. It's okay. Well, That's I mean, we recently here. learned that Philly's only known for two things. It was, uh, what was it, cheesesteaks and what, <laughs> what even was the other thing? I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't either. Steaks and football, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll go with that. (laughs) Steaks and football. (laughs) Um, So one other topic I wanted to get out here, just kind of going back almost to the DAC topic, Patrick Mahomes' contract. So if you really think about his contract, I think it's a team-friendly contract. He signed at a number that he likes, so he's getting his $40 a year but he's guaranteed essentially that same amount of money. Granted, not fully guaranteed. He still has to earn everything. But as long as he keeps being himself, he's going to make $40 million a year for the next 10 years, which is perfect. Now, a lot of people are freaking out saying, you can't give a quarterback that much money. Well, the cap went down this year, and Dak Prescott just got a deal that got him $40 million for at least one year. So... Yeah, you're going to see when the cap comes back up because it went down a little bit this year due to COVID. So without the revenue, they had to bring down the cap. That's why you're seeing a lot of these crazy releases, by the way. Teams don't have the same cap space. But when you look at this going in the future, when a lot of these teams end up with that money coming back to them to where they can spend it wherever they want, they're going to be blowing more than $40 million a year on a quarterback. If Patrick Mahomes just sits exactly <laughs> – if he just stands pat – <laughs> with what he has, he's going to be actually giving the Chiefs a deal on this. I kind of hope he does it because I really want to see the Chiefs be just a dominant force for the next 10 years. That's honestly what I want to see. That's not something that I'm doing is just like a, uh, like a, oh, I'm hopeful for the Chiefs kind of thing. No, I just really like seeing dominant football, and that's what Patrick Mahomes brings in that culture. I don't know how Patrick Mahomes would look with a different team. I'm sure he'd look great because he's got a cannon of an arm and he's accurate as all hell and he can do anything. But – I think that system really fits him too. I I don't want to see him leave. I don't know what's going to happen because it's usually – so think about it this way, right? Peyton Manning forever, for freaking ever with the Colts. He ended up swapping over, going over to the Broncos and getting the job done. Tom Brady, obviously, successful career over with the Patriots, went over to the Buccaneers. So I'm thinking like some of the greats right there that we just mentioned – I wonder if we're going to have the discussion like 10 years from now, Patrick Mahomes flopping up and going to a completely different team at that point, just totally throws everybody off. Oh, I can so, imagine. I mean, yeah, in all I seriousness, I mean, if we're, if we're talking like seven years down the road and you hear, you know, Patrick Mahomes gets traded to, let's say at that point, uh, the Vikings, it'll be like, yeah, Oh my like God. You know, yeah. it's going to blow the the lid off of everything there is in the NFL. Because in the sculpture of today, all you care about is what quarterback is on what team. Nobody really yeah. cares about any other players and what they're doing. It's like, oh, cool. This team got this running back. But we had a conversation with the guys from breaking down the tape last night. It's People argue about if a running back's even worth having. It, we yeah. actually ended up in an argument. By when I say we, I meant mostly them. And me and John kind of sat back. I was like, I'm watching the All-Star game. I didn't come here to debate football. (laughs) But, I mean, it is a debatable subject if any other position is really nearly as important as the quarterback. Not only as important. We know nobody's as important. But is anybody even close to as important? I I don't know the answer. But the point of the being is that is earth-shattering. If Patrick Mahomes gets traded at some point in his career, and by the way, we are not speculating that will ever happen. 
that's just an idea of what if. That was hypothetical. We bring this by Geico. Hypothetical could save you 15% or more off your car insurance. Coles, why are you always mentioning places that don't sponsor the show, huh? Uh, no, I had I'm to do my best you. impression of you, buddy. Hey, I like it. <laughs> Speaking about breaking down the tape, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check it out. We had an awesome discussion with them, just having a couple of drinks and chilling. It's always fun. We got to get on there, debate with them. We just always have a good time. So make sure to stay tuned because over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be doing another little collaboration with them. So that's going to be super fun. I just wanted to throw that out there. So check them out, breaking down the tape and check us out too. leave us a rating review, subscribe to the pod, baby. Colbs, I had to get the plug in right there, man. No, I had to get the plug in. I'm good with it. We like those guys. Hell yeah, dude. What else you got on your message board? What else is looming back there on the chalkboard behind you? I can't read it. (laughs) Um, Well, one other thing that we did have is Blake Griffin officially signed with the uh, Brooklyn Nets. I I did see that. Oh, how do you think that's going to fare for them? I'm going to be honest. I don't think it makes much of a difference. I think they're pretty much the same team still. Really? Yeah, Blake Griffin's not what he used to be, and I know that he just hasn't cared for a little bit as well, so I'm sure he's going to look better than he has. But Blake, Blake Griffin's kind of a guy at this point. There, there are plenty of uh, better players than Blake Griffin at this point in the NBA. I'm not too worried about what that does. I mean, are the Nets a championship caliber team right now then? Not with that defense. Damn, dude. I don't know, man. You're talking about freaking Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, James Harden, now Blake Griffin? Not with that defense. That is, you're talking about Steve Nash, the head coach? First time head coach, not with that defense. Oh, man, that is just sad. DeAndre Jordan is just going to be turning around out there on the court. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're going to do pretty damn good this year. I think Blake Griffin, he's going to be, he's going to have a fire. He's going to have a spark in him for the first time in a long, long, long time. No, that I agree with. I just, for one, he's never going to see the ball on offense unless it's just layup dunks, which by the way, he hasn't dunked the ball in two seasons. I'm actually not sure if he can still do it or not, but his last dunk was in December of 2019. So I'd be curious to see if that's something he's still capable of. Um Otherwise, his game never really evolved to much of anything else. He was just a dunk machine. He uh, he was never much of a shooter. His post game was okay. His defense was all right. Um, he, he was pretty good at blocking shots, but that's one very finite part of defense. Blake Griffin's going to have to do a hell of a lot more than that. Granted, he does get to reunite with his buddy DeAndre Jordan down there where they used to cover yes, the sir. paint together. Granted, I don't know if they liked each other or not, but they were down there together, so now they're back down there together, and they're going to stay down there, as John would say. <laughs> <laughs> Get you like there that. and stay down there. <laughs> I love it. Hey, I got the whistle here. Uh, we're going to talk about that when we get to the real episode. Oh, a little teaser for the next one. With that said, Cole, Sports Roundtable, any other topics that are spinning around that we want to bring up here? No, I think I am good for this week. It was actually kind of a boring week in sports up until literally like a day ago. And then we got a few (laughs) things that came across the hotline here where it was like, oh, we can pick this up and talk about it a little bit. But honestly, I thought about coming on here and doing like a top 10 list of something just to waste time. Because I'm like, there was nothing that happened this week. 
Hey, we're going to do a little fantasy draft edition here on one of these next few episodes coming up. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, rate, review, subscribe, share with a friend. Please send us a message either through the website, jackedincanned.com or jackedincanned at gmail.com. Let us know. Okay, we want to get you more involved. We see that you're out there. Go ahead and engage with us. You might even be lucky enough to win a magnet. We've already sent out a couple of those. Colbs, shut it down the way you know how to, homie. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Jacked and Canned. This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Canned. Presented by no one.